What's going on, everybody? You are listening to Markets Made Simple with Afik Tori. Today, we're going to be speaking about something a little bit differently. We're not going to be speaking about something purely financial, but more behavioral. We're going to speak about a topic that's been dominating headlines for the past week. We're going to speak about the artificial intelligence craze. Now, many have argued on social media that this is a bubble in its own, in the making, but we're going to deep dive a little bit into what exactly is driving the appreciation of these artificial intelligence stocks, why it might be happening, what tools we have as investors to understand. Is this a warranted appreciation of prices or might this just be another sentimentally driven bubble? So let's get into it. So let's go back about half a year when all of us were amazed and shocked at the capabilities of the ChatGPT application. I know myself and probably many of you were shocked by what ChatGPT can do, how such an intuitive software can simply answer back as if it were a human being. That's where this entire story began. ChatGPT really changed the world in how it perceives artificial intelligence. After that, people started talking about what kind of jobs it can replace. There are many professionals today that use ChatGPT on a daily basis in their businesses and is already starting to replace humans. Now, the moment something so disruptive like this happens in a business application, people start to think, okay, what else can happen in the future? Where is this application or tool as an industry or as a whole going? And how will our future look? This is exactly how a craze or a sentimentally driven event starts. Let's go back to the dot-com bubble. I was very, very young when the dot-com bubble happened in 1999 to 2000, but I've read a lot about it and people know more or less about it. But let's talk about that a little bit. I'm not saying that what we're experiencing right now is similar to the dot-com bubble. But what I am saying is that we can learn a lot from the dot-com bubble and compare it to what's happening right now. So what happened in 1999? Back then, technology companies that were dealing with the internet really dramatically rose in price, even if they had no earnings, even if they were fresh IPOs, fresh companies just initially being traded, they were going for insane valuations. This is a bit reminiscent as to what was happening during the corona towards the end of 2020 and throughout 2021. There was a big appreciation for stocks that had negative earnings that were not profitable, fresh off the market. A big, big example, a very famous example actually, is Rivian, the electric automaker that at one point had a higher market capitalization compared to Ford. Now, Ford being a prominent incumbent of the automobile industry, it just wasn't fathomable that Rivian, a brand new company on the market, had a larger market capitalization than Ford. Because Rivian was a fresh company, it wasn't profitable yet. Yes, it was dealing with the future of electric vehicles, but still, it wasn't warranted that investors would appraise its equity at a higher value than Ford's. Now, investors that believe that weren't so ridiculous with that opinion, because we see today that Tesla was also in that group of startups, at least in the electric vehicle space. Yes, Tesla has Elon Musk, but still, there was a lot of scrutiny around Tesla. And here and behold, Tesla 
Tesla has made it as one of the prominent electric vehicle manufacturers and its revenue figures are competing with major incumbents in the automobile industry. On the other hand, there are also companies within this electric vehicle manufacturing surge that didn't prove so reputable. One very famous example is Nikola, where the CEO was found to have exaggerated tremendously the status and the progress of its company's products. So at times of high sentiment, whenever sentiment is high and whenever there's a big excitement over a new technology which is anticipated to disrupt a sector or any market, all companies get the benefit of the doubt because nobody knows exactly which companies are going to make it and really be the next big thing. Now, during the corona time, there was no disruptive technology that made everybody go crazy. Simply, there was a lot of money in the market and it was easy to to just throw money around at new companies and new ideas that got investors very, very excited. But in 1999, during the dot-com bubble, the internet was really starting to break through as a disruptive technology. And every company that seemed to be dealing with the internet, either utilizing the internet to develop its business or introducing additional disruptive technologies using the internet, had investors obsessed. They thought it was the next big thing. And the internet was the next big thing at the break of the century. It really, really was. However, there was a lot of sentiment around the internet, and that's what made investors overvalue prices dramatically. And that's what led to the dot-com bubble. Into 2000 2001, valuations began to level off. And again, the dot-com bubble did introduce many successful companies. One very famous one is Amazon. But at the end of the day, the valuations just didn't make sense. The numbers did not make sense anymore. And this is exactly why many dot-com bubble darlings, as they're called, did not survive, did not make it, were not good companies. They simply were over-evaluated by investors, by sentiment, excitement, emotion, etc. Remember that prices need to make sense on a numerical level, on some sort of numerical level. Why? Because prices today are future expected incomes. So if you're going to be paying high for something today, you have to expect something in the future. Now, Rivian back then, why did it overpass forward in terms of market cap because it was assumed that Rivian was going to get so much of the electric vehicle market share that it would dominate many of the long-lasting incumbents today. It was going to become what's termed the next big thing. So that's why in present value terms, when there's excitement over these things, people battle over shares, a lot of demand comes in, and stocks rise dramatically. However, sometimes when you look at the numbers, you can tell that simply it does not make any sense. Now, there have been some dramatic increases in prices and earnings have followed suit. So I'm not saying that every time there's a dramatic increase in stock prices, there's something strange and shady going on. But let's look at some of the leading artificial intelligence companies, balance sheets and income statements. Let's try to see if at least something that they're showing is hinting towards a disruptive technology really increasing their earnings. And then we can have additional tools to decide whether the stock prices are warranted. Income statements, profitability, is not the answer to everything. Sometimes investors are simply willing to pay a lot more for a much lower amount of profitability for a longer period of time, simply because they believe in the future of that company. So numbers don't always tell you whether you should buy or sell, but they do give some sort of hint as to whether this run in stock price is making sense or not. In order to understand revenue and profitability, we need to dive in to a few key corporate earning metrics. So let's get into that right now.
So let's go over how to read general corporate earnings data. Every quarter, publicly traded companies need to report how much income they've made, what is the status of their balance sheet, how much cash flows they've produced, etc. We're going to focus on the income statement. The income statement is responsible for communicating how profitable a company has been. What's important to understand about income statements, however, is that they are not cash based. What does that mean? That means that whatever income you see produced on the income statement is not cash that the company has produced. It's simply a record of how much the company sold, how much cost the company incurred in order to produce the goods that have been sold and other metrics like taxes and interest rate expenses and etc. We're going to focus on three variables, revenue, net income and dividends. These are the three major evaluation components that go into evaluating a stock and the primary factors that can drive price performance in the face of investors. There are many, many more profitability measures that you can mix and match in order to analyze whether a company of interest is doing well or not so well in a preceding quarter. But we're going to focus on these three parameters. We're going to compare them to the stock prices that have been moving and we're going to see exactly if the numbers seem to make sense in this bull market for artificial intelligence stocks. Now let's focus on the poster boy for artificial intelligence stocks that have been making incredible headlines throughout this past week, NVIDIA. NVIDIA is very, very heavily invested in the business of producing semiconductors. And if we take a look at their revenue, indeed, the revenue has increased since last quarter. Specifically, the revenue quarter on quarter has increased by 18%. Their net income has increased by 44%. And their stock price has increased by 33% in the past week. Let's take another company, Advanced Micro Devices, or better known as AMD. The revenue was down 5%. Net income turned from positive to negative. However, in the past week, their stock has been up by 25%. Let's take one more company, Marvel Technologies. Revenue has gone down by 7% quarter over quarter. Net income was negative last quarter and it became more negative this quarter. However, their stock price has increased in the past week by 40%. On top of all that, none of these companies have announced any significant increase in their forecasted dividends. Now, none of this means anything if we don't look at the market as a whole, because if the entire market is going up by that much, then these companies are not outperforming anything. Simply the entire market is going up. So let's try to get a feel for what's been happening this year and how these companies are performing in the face of the market. So let's look at the three major US indices, Dow Jones, S&P and the Nasdaq. I'm going to focus on year to date returns, which means how the indices have performed from the beginning of the year up until now. The Dow Jones has basically been flat. The S&P 500 has gone up by 10% and the Nasdaq has appreciated by 32% since the beginning of the year to date. This already shows us something very, very interesting. It shows us that investors are heavily going on technology heavy stocks because remember, the Nasdaq 100 index is heavily weighted towards technology stocks. So we already have some sort of an idea of where investors are putting their money and what bets they are putting today to the future. If the Dow Jones, for example, was outperforming the Nasdaq, then we would understand that investors are not really looking for a very rosy future for technology companies, and they'd rather go for safe, established companies. But since we see that the Dow Jones is flat year to date, and the Nasdaq has appreciated year to date by 32%, the Nasdaq has outperformed the Dow Jones by 32% year to date, which is a tremendous amount. Putting all of this information together does point to the fact that the numbers do not add up 
with what's happening with artificial intelligence stocks. This can be actually the beginning of a very strong bull run for artificial technology stocks, but it's not being based solely on the fundamentals or it's not being based on the numbers that the artificial intelligence industry has produced up until now. This does seem like a craze. You can even call it a bubble if you'd like. Yes, the future will tell where artificial intelligence goes and how artificial intelligence performs as an industry. However, as the numbers stand right now, the performance does not make much sense. So you might ask yourself, why are artificial intelligence stocks going up so dramatically? Why are we seeing a run up in stocks? What changed? Because if the numbers are responsible for that change, even if some of the numbers are showing a rosy future, because we did see that the net income of NVIDIA has gone up by 44%, which is a tremendous amount. The numbers still cannot be the main culprit for this run up in artificial intelligence stocks. Why? Because these corporate earning results were published over a month ago. And if in fact, these numbers drove investors closer and closer to artificial stocks, we would have seen this increase in prices over a month ago, not just right now. So a craze or a bubble usually develops whenever there's an aggregate, sudden, impulsive demand for a specific sector or niche within the financial markets. Now, we need to always remember that stock market participants are human beings and human beings are prone to behavioral biases. And this is where the psychology really comes in. The numbers do actually show something very, very interesting. And this has a lot to do with economic behavioral elements of investors. So I actually read a chapter earlier this week about when investors are more prone to overestimate or overweigh a very positive outcome in the future. And that usually happens whenever sentiment is high. Now, how can we measure when sentiment is high? Or how can we measure when investors are generally overexcited about what's going to happen in the future? Firstly, we can look at the VIX. The VIX is an index which gauges fear or concern about the future. How it's constructed is not too important. You can private message me about that if you'd like. I can explain it to you. But the VIX right now, as it reads today, is about around the 17 mark. Just to give a bit of context, at the onset of the coronavirus pandemic, when uncertainty and fear was at its highest, the VIX was marked at over 50. So we can point to that and say, hey, look, there is positive sentiment in the market. Investors are overweighing positive outcomes to happen with something specific or a specific industry. So putting all this information together, you can paint in an analytical picture as to why this is happening. Now, the most important thing, obviously, in analyzing all this is what to do. And unfortunately, I don't have the answer to that. I'm not a professional. Again, guys, the reoccurring disclaimer that I always put here, do not take my advice as a professional. I'm not a professional. I just give you guys more tools to analyze and arrive at your own decisions. Many investors have decisions to make now. Should I run with this artificial intelligence bull market or should I be cautious because current prices, which I will need to pay if I buy NVIDIA or AMD or Marvel Technologies or any other stock that is in the business of artificial intelligence, that stock price is too high for what I will get as an investor. And at the end of the day, this comes down to your opinion about the future. As I've always said, stock prices today reflect expectations about the future. So with all of this new information, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please be careful with what you do in any investing. Always do some more research. I make these episodes simply that you will have more tools to dig a bit deeper and understand what drives stock prices. And with that, guys, I want to thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have any questions, feel free to private message me on LinkedIn, and I will see you guys on the next one.